Welcome to the Lift Church podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you to live up to your God-given potential. But this morning we are going to finish off with an interview with Amanda and Sim. Why don't we invite them up on stage? Just so you know, it is Sim's birthday. She has turned 21. Was it 18? 18, okay. Yeah, She's just turned 18. She's already got her accountancy and, uh, and all of that. She's amazing. That's why she's um, managed to work herself up there. But we got these two ladies um, here this, uh, this morning as part of an interview. And, and what we want to do is that uh, we want to talk about financial literacy. I got a um, dictionary definition. And financial literacy is the possession of the set of skills and knowledge that allows an individual to make informed and effective decisions with all of their financial resources. So that is um, what financial literacy means. And that's what we want to talk about because uh, talking about budgeting and talking about all this financial stuff can sometimes be a bit of a stress to people because you might find it a little bit hard to wrap your mind around certain things and you don't feel quite equipped for it. And so we just want to talk a few about a few terms um, and, and let's start off with this one what does financial fitness mean uh, good morning church yeah forgive me if I'm a bit nervous today <laughs> yeah um, financial fitness means like how fit you handle your money it's just like you're going for a medical yearly checkup to see how healthy you are your health is the same for money so you would like to see that how healthy you manage your money that is where you look at your income and your expenses that is, you're looking what kind, um, how much you get and how much you spend, right? Generally, you should not spend more than what you have earned. If you do, um, it's time for you to do your yearly checkup, okay? <laughs> take up your money, take out what you have earned, and then compare what you are spending right now. It sounds and painful. It is, it is. But you know what? It's worth doing that. Mm. Yep. That is where you started to realize that you shouldn't be spending the money that you don't have, mm. right? That's how people end up in debt because, yeah, there hasn't been comparing what they have and what they're spending. So it's really good. If you have not done your yearly checkup, I will encourage you to start doing it today. Mm. Yeah. So when you talk about financial checkup, um, do you need to go to someone to do it or, or what does that look like? Yeah, the first thing you need to do is that do you have saving? That's the first question to you ask yourself. Do you have struggling paying your bills every month, every week, every fortnight? If you do, you need to start looking at it. You don't have to go to the accountant straight away, but you can start managing from small. Look at that. Um, what are the expenses that you don't have to spend? What are the expenses that you can cut down? Mm. You, know? you don't have to go straight to the accountant. But you can start doing it yourself. If you think that you can't, then it's time for you to look for an accountant and speak to them. Mm, fantastic. Can you explain taxes in Australia? And just some key things for people to note. I think it's sometimes taxes just feels like such a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess there are different types of taxes. The one you're probably talking about mainly is your income tax. Mm -hmm. So um, that's just collected by the ATO. And it goes... What's the ATA? The Australian Tax Office, sorry. Awesome. <laughs> so the Australian Tax Office um, 
and then that goes towards the government and um, that is basically your contributions to society when you think about it. Mm. It goes towards, you know, building roads and um, schools and all of that. Um, mm. So what really affects your income tax is how much you earn, um, whether you're a resident and the other one um, is if you've supplied your TFN. Mm. Yeah, to... TFN um, is... Sorry, tax file number. <laughs> These are accountants here. They talk Sorry. a different language. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then again, um, you know, along with your income tax, you can consider um, deductions, which, you know, if you've spent money in the year to generate your income, um, you can use it to basically lower the income that you would um, have to pay tax on. So common ones you'd think of would be travel expenses for work, um, any tools you buy, uniforms you need to use for your job, um, all of them are even self-education expenses, all mm. of them are ones that you know you should note down throughout the year, have a file, um, yep. and then just kind of put all of those receipts in there and also um, deductions for certain charities. Mm. Yeah. So just with a, just quickly on that one, what difference does the tax file number make to a person's tax? Um, so basically when you supply the tax file number it's your identity um, to the Australian tax office so they know who you are and what rates that they should generally be taxing you at. Mm. Um, if you don't supply it then they kind of just go and use a penalty rate which is much higher than what your rate would right. actually probably be. Yeah. So how do you get a tax file number? Um, so you should be able to do it online in MyGov and just log on. And if mm. not, um, yeah, I'm sure there's definitely a line that you can call mm. um, on the Australian government website. Awesome. Yeah. Are you learning something already? Yeah. Awesome. Some people get confused with GST. I've, like, this is just personally, <laughs> I've um, come across a couple of people that kind of think that GST comes out of your income tax and all of that. Can we just explain what GST is? How is it different to income tax? Um, well, GST is something that you pay for for all the goods and services that you consume in Australia. And everybody pay 10% flat in regardless your income level. And this is a separate tax that you pay from your personal income tax. Your income tax you pay is on the level and the amount that you earn, whereby GST it's just to everybody. Whether you're low income, high income, you still pay 10% tax. Mm. Yeah, and that's normally when you go to a supermarket, that's already included in what you're yes. paying anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, fantastic. When should a person engage a personal accountant? <laughs> okay, um, so how, I mean, it's obviously your decision to make, but I would personally look at engaging a personal accountant if you had a very specific um, circumstances where, for example, you've got multiple uh, multiple um, rental properties, um, you know, you own your own business, or say you are generating income from overseas, um, that's when I would start looking at getting a personal accountant. Mm. Um, and again, also, if you are quite a high wealth income earner and you're considering, you know, how you can look at... Um, kind of leaving your estate for your um, dependents. But having said that, there's obviously a lot of services out there where um, if you're struggling with your debts or just want 
to kind of write down a little budget for your weekly spending. Um, there are smaller services than an actual physical accountant who's mm. going to have very in-depth knowledge on something that might be a bit too much for you. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm just lazy and I go to Carousel and I see one of those pop-up tax return people, I shouldn't access that? Um, I personally wouldn't. <laughs> Even if I wasn't an accountant, I personally wouldn't. Um, just because the website, the MyGov website online is so easy. There is so much information online um, that, you know, it's kind of like logging in and filling it out is actually very easy. So I'd suggest having a go. Um, you can even draft it and then get like save it, get someone that you feel like you can trust to just have a quick look over it. Mm. Um, but again, you're more than welcome to look at the pop-up shops. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, how does superannuation work in Australia? Um, if you're working for someone, if you're an employer, you're entitled for superannuation at the current rate of 9.5%. Right, that is your entitlement. Superannuation is your retirement money. So make sure that your employer pay you for that. And if you are employer today, I encourage that please pay your nine percent superannuations, mm. <laughs> because uh, I do know that some employers they try to avoid this because many of the employees do not know that they have such entitlement. Wow. Yeah, please check your payslip check with your superannuation company that your employee actually paid that money into your account. You should be receiving your um, annual statement after the end of the financial year, which will be somewhere in July. Check that the contribution actually goes in, into your account. Yep. Fantastic. Just moving along with that one. Um, what is debt? Is there good debt? Is there bad debt? I hear that Sim is an expert in this. <laughs> um, so, not that I have debt, so I, <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> um, so I did work in insolvency for a few years, so I've seen um, a lot of issues that can arise when people have a lot of debt. Um, I guess debt is when you borrow money to finance something. Um, there's good debt and bad debt, so good debt um, is generally where you finance something that you think will go up in value. Um, so that could be your education expenses, your student loans, your mortgage. Um, you're kind of investing in an asset that is going to appreciate. Um, bad debt is probably something where the value is going to go down in the future. Mm. Um, so something like a car or your consumer spending, your um, credit cards, something where you don't, you're not really going to see a return from that, mm. um, that's probably classified as bad debt. Right. Yeah. So, I'm just jumping off script a little bit, but with, um, there are some people that think that credit ratings are really important and so they get debt on cars. Um, yeah. How does credit ratings work? Is it important? Is it a good thing to, to get? Any thoughts on that? Like I said, went off script there. <laughs> um, so I guess your credit rating is basically like a tracking of um, how uh, how well you are with handling, you know, your credit card facilities and um, your mortgages, how well are you paying that off. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely good to be aware of how well are you handling your debts. Um, and again, knowing that there is a register, register of it um, mm. that is 
accessible should you want to borrow a loan that uh, people are able to kind of look into mm. what your past dealings are mm. um, and that could actually you know have some consequences for you going forward if you're not if you're not paying your debts off well then you've got yeah. basically a register that um, you haven't been doing that and it could mm. potentially make it difficult for you going forward mm. if you do need to borrow money mm. um, so yeah just being aware of that mm. um, just putting that out there so an, is a neutral credit rating better or worse than a good credit rating is there do you know of course, um, because credit rating is just like a report of your history of how you manage your loan. So the better the report, the better of chances that you want to get your loan. If you're applying for a mortgage, that is the first thing that the banker look at, your credit reports. Mm. If they look at your history, if you're not good in managing your loan, mm. they will have a big question mark coming up. Yeah. Can I loan this amount to this person? So how do you manage your credit report? Make your repayment on time. Mm. Because even small bill like your phone bill, your internet bill, your utility bills, if you are late, it will still go straight to your credit report. Oh, wow. Yeah. So be careful. Pay on a <laughs> deal time. <laughs> if it's not, the thing is that I always notice that a lot of companies are actually very gracious. They give extension of repayment. If you cannot pay on time, ring them up, tell them, um, I need extension. Can mm. I has some extension. With that extension, it will not go into your credit report. Mm. That's something that it will help. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I realized that I didn't put this question in as well, but um, can we just talk a little bit about bankruptcy? And <laughs> because <laughs> it's, uh, it's a big deal, isn't it? Um, and I think there are some people that don't understand how bankruptcy works, so we can just give like a two minute. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so. <laughs> Just to state, I, when I say I worked in insolvency, I didn't do bankruptcies. I dealt mainly with companies. Um, but I have seen um, bankruptcies happen, and it's usually where you owe someone money and um, you aren't able to repay them, and then they can take you to court and um, bankrupt you, which isn't a very fun position for you to be in. Um, obviously, that means that um, a, lot, uh, your, a lot of your assets will need to be sold off in order to try and repay that debt um, and if you know you can't if you can't repay that debt then that's when um, you kind of become bankrupt and there's a lot of s kind of strict regulations in terms of um, you being able to take out more loans in the future um, you even leaving the country can be quite difficult there's a lot of implications that go into that. So, I mean, yeah, you should just make sure that you're always on top of what you're currently owing, who you owe it to, and, um, mm. you know, you don't really want to go down that route. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as a, let's say, a small business owner, and if the business goes bankrupt, does that affect a person? Um, yeah. So, if you are... If you're an employee of a business that goes um, into liquidation, then that can affect you because obviously if they owe you money for your wages or your superannuation, um, that could have implications for you actually getting that amount back. Um, you would be seen as a priority creditor 
but having said that, um, there are circumstances where sometimes you aren't going to be paid out the full amount. Um, it depends, again, on how long you've been with that company, what your status, if you're full-time, part-time, casual with that company is, um, but you are, there are a fair, um, so it's called FEG, Fair Entitlement Guarantee Scheme with the government in which um, they can actually step in and pay that debt if the company can't do that. So that's right. always really important to know that the, that, that avenue is available. Um, and there's a lot of information on this online. If right. you ever do go down that route, mm. um, there's yeah heaps of information mm. on the ASIC website. Yeah, yeah. ASIC web website. Awesome. I think that's all the time that we have for this morning. <laughs> Why don't we just thank our lovely ladies for being so courageous and, and facing the grilling panel. Thank you for tuning in today. If you would like to find out more about Lyft, check out our website at theliftchurch.com.au.